0: Mother Mary has nothing to do with the salvation of a soul. That is the message I have for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, former Roman Catholic W.F. White here to talk to you about this important issue regarding the Roman Catholic version of Mother Mary. And the question we're dealing with is, uh, does she play a part in the salvation of a soul? And the answer is... Absolutely not. Mary has nothing to do with the salvation of a soul, nothing to do with how a person gets saved, even though the Roman Catholic Church teaches that she does. We're going to look at item number 969 from their Catechism of 1994. It tells us, This motherhood of Mary... And the order of grace continues uninterruptedly from the consent which she loyally gave at the Annunciation and which she sustained without wavering beneath the cross until the eternal fulfillment of all the elect. Taken up to heaven, she did not lay aside this saving office, but by her manifold intercession continues to bring us the gifts Of eternal salvation. Therefore, the Blessed Virgin is invoked in the church under the titles of Advocate, Helper, Benefactress, and Mediatrix. So that's from the Catholic Catechism of 94, ladies and gentlemen. It's all lies, so I'm going to tell you right off the bat. It has nothing to do with the truth that is found within the scriptures, within the Bible. That's why I speak out the way I do. I'm speaking as a former Catholic, a former prayer to Mother Mary. I prayed my rosary beads just like you do. If you are a Roman Catholic, you know what I'm talking about. So it's incredible that the Church of Rome, they use the word saving office when they're talking about Mother Mary. So I I want, I want to stress the point once again, folks, there's no hope outside of the person of Jesus Christ that's where you find eternal life dear Roman Catholic listen carefully may today be the day of your salvation may you turn from your wicked ways this is idolatry folks this is something I had to do I had to turn from uh, the worship of Mary from praying uh, to Mother Mary the Bible tells us in Romans 6 and 23 for the wages of sin is death But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We're all sinners, ladies and gentlemen. We all fall short of the glory of God. But God offers you the gift of eternal life, and it's through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mother Mary, the Catholic Mary, has nothing to do with the salvation of your soul first john 5:11 and 12 it tells us this and this is the record that god hath given to us eternal life and this life is in his son he that hath the son hath life and he that hath not the son of god hath not life so i've spoken about this many times so you find eternal life in one place folks it's in the person of Jesus Christ, the one who came down from above, the eternal Son of God. We're talking about divinity, we're talking about deity, okay? The eternal Son of God, so he took on our flesh, he died in our place, he rose from the dead, and eternal life is found only in him. So what Satan desires to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to take your eyes, your focus off of Jesus Christ and put them somewhere else, and in this case, we're talking about Mother Mary, the Catholic Mother Mary. This is so demonic, folks. I'm speaking from experience there folks. I was into this stuff. Uh, absolutely, and that's why I speak the way I do. You're not going to hear this in your local church. They don't go near it because they're working with the Church of Rome. I've had many experiences even talking to pastors folks. It is everywhere, and that's why I continue to speak the way I do that I do. It's important that, you know, folks, you know, very often, you know, I remember growing up hearing, hearing people say, oh, mother of God. Oh, Oh, holy mother of God. You know, it's unbelievable. Oh, mother of God. God does not have a mother. But that's the impression that Satan will seek to impart to you through The leadership of the Roman Catholic Church. Take a look on your screen. You see an image there. These are very common, by the way. You see them especially around the holidays, around Christmas. You'll see these on Christmas cards. You know, big Mother Mary with a little child Jesus. And in this instance, you see the little child Jesus. He's got something in his hands. What is that? It's a pair of rosary beads. I mean, come on. Rosary beads rosary beads ladies and gentlemen rosary beads over 50 of those beads represent hail mary prayers to mary so it so it gives off the impression here that that you have a big mary she's an authority and she's holding a little google baby the little baby jesus you see the real Jesus, is the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. The real Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He's the first and the last. Hallelujah. He's the creator of all things. But see this image, you see? It's what I grew up with, folks. Pray my Hail Marys, you see? This is the image that's propagated by the Church of God. Rome. You know, the last time you find Mary mentioned in the Bible, in the book of Acts, you'll find her praying along with everyone else. You know, that is the way the church of God works, by the way. When you're born again of the spirit and you pray with other believers, we're not above each other. We pray in unity, but you have one thing in common. You realize that you've been born again of the spirit and that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Okay. Okay. Mary doesn't even fit in the equation, ladies and gentlemen, nothing to do. So let's read here, Acts chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. It says, Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas. Bartholomew and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. So we see the disciples here, they're praying in unity. Okay, and there were women there, including Mary. It says the, the mother of Jesus. It doesn't say Mary, the mother of God. <laughs> Mary was just one of the crowd there, folks. She was praying along with everyone else, including, it says, uh, his brethren. Who was that? That was the, the, the half brothers and half sisters of Jesus. Mary had other children after Jesus was born. She was a virgin. Jesus uh, was born miraculously. Okay, so so Mary gave birth to Jesus, but she gave birth as a virgin. Glory to God. But after Jesus was born, she had other children, and that's uh, mentioned right there, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, Mary was just one of the crowd, folks. They weren't praying Hail Marys in that room. I want you to understand that, folks. It's all about... Christ. Hallelujah. So let's t- take another look in the Bible in Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 to 50. It says, While he yet talked to the people, and that's talking about Jesus, by the way, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without or outside, desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without or outside, desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Wow. Now, don't miss what I'm telling you here, folks, what what the scriptures are telling us, I should say. Here's Mary and the brethren, his half-brothers and sisters, the outside. Meanwhile, Jesus was inside uh, this, uh, obviously, building somewhere, preaching. He's preaching to people who wanted to hear what he had to say. His mother... And his half-brothers and sisters are outside. And somebody notified him, you know, Jesus, you know, your, your mother's out there, and so on and so forth. So he, he went and said to the man, listen to what he said. He said, who is my mother? And who are my brethren? And then, then he stretched his hand toward those who were listening, toward his disciples, and said, behold, my mother and my brethren, For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know what that's talking about, folks? It's talking about the spiritual family of God. These are people who were born again of the Spirit. They knew who Christ was. And here they're listening to the word of God being preached. Meanwhile, The earthly mother of Jesus and his half-brothers and half-sisters are outside. Okay? Don't miss this. So the point that Jesus was making is that his spiritual family includes everybody. He did not elevate his earthly mother above any of them who were listening. Don't ever forget what you heard, folks. This teaching regarding Mary is demonic and rotten to the core. It is from the pit of hell, almost in my soul. That's why I shout the warning once again uh, today, folks. I've spoken uh, before about a book called The Glories of Mary, This is an old book, ladies and gentlemen. This book, by the way, is so demonic, it is not even funny. It's a book that's um, pushed by the present Pope, by the way, uh, Pope Francis. He mentions this book. He he tells people to read this book. And um, I'm just going to give you some quotes from this book. Uh, I I got these quotes from actually a book that uh, was written by a, a man by the name of Uh, Lorraine Botner, or Botner, I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but he mentions this book also. So I've quoted from this book, The Glories of Mary, but I'm going to give you a couple of uh, quotes from his book because he was doing some comparison. And in this part, he says, uh, Mary is called the gate to heaven instead of Christ. So it says here, Mary is called the gate of heaven because no one can enter that blessed kingdom without passing through her. That's from page 160, by the way. You'll see the pages up there. Then it goes on to say, The way of salvation is open to none otherwise than through Mary. And since our salvation is in the hands of Mary, he who is protected by Mary will be saved. He who is not will be lost. That's pages 169 and 170. Folks, now, now I hope you get in a drift of what this book is about and what the Catholic Church is about. This book, by the way, has the imprimatur of the Church of Rome upon it, meaning they approve the doctrines contained in that book. So, folks, you know, what you're hearing here is clearly from Satan himself. You see, he's, he's trying to uh, bring people to think that they can be protected by Mary. She's called the gate of heaven, okay? The way of salvation opened to none otherwise than through Mary from the pit of hell. The gate of heaven. In fact, my wife attended a grammar school. The name of the grammar school was called Mary gate of heaven can you imagine this folks this stuff is incredible and i I say i I pour my heart out to you if you're a roman catholic i am pleading with you to turn while there's still time so let me give you some quotes from uh the bible here you know uh lorraine botner he gave some references i'm gonna give you a couple of the references but i'll give you the whole scripture john chapter 10 verse 1 It says, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. John 10, 7, Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Verse 9, that same chapter, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find past you so we we see very clearly that the only door is jesus christ if you come to another door including mary you're a thief and you're a robber that's right you you find in an, an avenue a door that god never told you to take but your catholic priest did your catholic nun did you say it's what we're dealing with folks John 14:6 Jesus saith unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me one way folks his name is Jesus Christ hallelujah Don't forget Acts 4, 10 to 12. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at nought of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must Be saved. Nothing about Mary there, folks. There's one name, folks. And salvation is found only in that name of Jesus Christ. Don't forget that. So if you're still praying to Mary, you're still praying your rosaries, you're still visiting uh, those places where they say Mary's appearing, or you have a a Mary statue out there in front of your uh, house, or, or a statue in your uh, home in a little corner there. You put little things in front of that statue. Folks, it's idolatry. You need to get rid of it. need to get saved. Okay? Time is running out. Get saved before it's too late. I'm going to quote some more from that book, uh, The Glories of Mary, that this man, uh, Mr. Botner, quoted also. And in this one, he's talking about how Mary's given the power of Christ. Okay? Now, this is from that book, Glories of Mary. All power is given to thee, meaning Mary, in heaven and on earth, so that at the command of Mary, all obey, even God. And thus, God has placed the whole church under the domination of Mary. Mary is also the advocate of the whole human race, for she can do what she wills with God. Wow. (laughs) This stuff is amazing, folks. I mean, this is unbelievable stuff. And, And yet the modern day church, they just sway back and forth in unity with the church of Rome. Matthew 28 and 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Stop right there. Jesus Christ spoke those words after he rose from the dead. And he said all power was given to him in heaven and in earth. Can you tell me if you find Mother Mary there? Of course you don't. And you never will. Because Mary has no power. All power belongs to Jesus Christ, it was given to him by his Father. Philippians 2, 9 to 11, it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father." The name above every name. Folks, every tongue is going to confess one day that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah to the glory of God, the Father. Remember, they call Mary the advocate, folks. Come on. It says here, First John 2, 1 and 2. My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ is the one you need, folks. He is the advocate. He's the one you need. He's the one who will intercede for you. He's the one who will save you, And that's what he did, folks. He died on the cross so you might be saved to wash away your sins, 1 Timothy 2.5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. That's 1 Timothy 2.5. Very clear, folks, there's one mediator. Mary is not a mediator. But you are being taught, if you're a Catholic, that she is a mediator. You see? You pray, Hail Mary's. Your priest tells you, your nun tells you, but God's word tells you not to do it. You have a choice to make. Sooner or later, you're going to come to the place, just like I did. You know, you're going to examine the scriptures and hold the scriptures side by side with the man-made traditions of Rome and come out. Hopefully that's what happened to me. I, I had to come to that point. You know, I, I, I spoke about the uh, apparitions at Mejigori, and, and the messages that are coming forth from what they say is Mary. So I started examining then the messages of Mary with the scriptures. You see that? So, what did I find? They contradicted each other. You see, I had a choice to make. Well, either either Mary's telling the truth here, or, or it ain't Mary, it's a demon power, you see? So I knew right then and there, I knew God's word was true. By the power of the Holy Spirit, God opened up my eyes to see these things, folks. Oh, yes. So this is a very serious thing that we're talking about. You know, also from that book, The Glories of Mary, listen to this. This is talking about a bird that cried out, Hail Mary. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, folks. It says, Bernard de Boosters relates that a bird was taught to say, Hail Mary. A hawk was on the point of seizing it when the bird cried out, Hail Mary. In an instant, the hawk fell dead. God intended to show thereby that if even an irrational creature was preserved by calling on Mary, how much more would those who are prompt in calling on her when assaulted by devils be delivered from them? My, oh my. So here, this book that elevates Mary is talking about a bird that's flying along, and his hawk is ready to, I guess, tackle it and eat it ultimately. And now another bird yells at the, the hawk and says, Hail Mary. And, and and the hawk drops dead. Now now look what's taking place here, folks. It's Satan at work trying to get the focus on Mary because he knows Mary can help, folks. The real Mary's in glory. Praising the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so, so it's a demon power. It's idolatry. I came out of this stuff, folks. It, it is unbelievable uh, when, when I realize how long people have been deceived. You know, when I got saved, you know, born again of the spirit, I, I was, you know, thank God I had the joy of the Lord, but I, I, I was also shocked at the gross wickedness of Satan and how he deceives people. And I've seen through my whole Christian life how people can be seduced by such things as this. I've told the story before. I I tell these things over, folks, because I know there are new listeners and they might not have heard it before. It's not that I want to uh, belabor the point here. But, you know, when I was going to a a non-denominational church in New York City, Manhattan, you know, me and my wife met this lady and we had a nice conversation with, with her. It was after a service in a lobby, big lobby in the church. And, uh, we got to talk. and we told her our testimony, how we got saved, came out of the Catholic church and so on and so forth. Nice conversation. And, uh, you know, about a year later, we met the same lady uh, again. I believe she was an Italian lady and, um, in the same spot. It's kind of funny. And, uh, The conversation started up, you know, nice to see and everything. And she knew that we were former Catholics. And she said to us, you know, I just joined up with some charismatic Catholics. And, um, you know, we're praying together now. So I looked at her and I said, you know, be careful, sister. Before you know it, they're going to have you praying the rosary. And the woman looked at me and she said this. She says, I feel sick they already have me praying the rosary now folks that's a divine appointment and i know it so you know the way the the lord allowed this woman to come talk to us folks because we speak out very clearly on these things it was nothing but the mercy of god I don't know what happened to the lady after that. I really couldn't tell you. And we never saw her again after that. So it's very important that you understand the seduction of the Church of Rome and how Satan uses these things. That's why the Word of God is so important, folks. That's why it's important for you. You're responsible for yourself, folks, to to dig into the Word of God for yourself so that when things like this happen, you'll be strong, you see, rooted in the Scriptures ladies and gentlemen, but I, I stress these things, folks, because it's real, because there's a battle for the soul, and if you are praying to Mary, I'm, I'm telling you today in love, you are sitting in darkness. If you die in that condition, you'll die in your sins, and you will go to hell. That's so how I'm going to make it clear. That was me. That was me, folks, before I got saved. And, and as I said, the modern day that we're living in with this unity that is going on, people swaying back and forth in unity is from the pit of hell. And many are being swept up with this. And, and the warning is not being heard. And, and trust me that the pastors of this modern day are going to give an account for that. Oh, yes, they are. They're going to give an account. So, so I'm going to leave it right there, folks. And uh, you be blessed and have a great day.